Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. And a good Friday morning to everybody out there in West Georgia. And welcome once again to another exciting episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. This is my favorite show of the week. I'm going to talk about NFL opening night. We had such an exciting game last night. I will get into the details of that game. That wasn't the only football action last night as we had several high school games. I'll recap those scores. The Braves bullpen doesn't do them any favors. However, they do get a walk-off win thanks to Jock Peterson. And I will preview the slate of games for this weekend. We have got a lot, including high school football, college football, and week one of the National Football League. Opening night last night in the NFL, and the real winners are the NFL fans. That was a great game. I watched this game from start to finish, and my observations are you do not let Tom Brady beat you with that much time left on the clock. The world champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, defeat the Dallas Cowboys 31-29. It was an amazing game. Dak Prescott is back from his ankle injury. He was 42 of 58, passed for over 400 yards. The Dallas Cowboys should not feel too disappointed. I don't necessarily believe in moral victories. If there was ever a time where that was a moral victory, the Cowboys should not be ashamed of themselves. I think they're going to have a great season because of Dak Prescott's health. The Cowboys are now the favorite to win the NFC East. I still felt they have the team to win that division. But now I think they can win a couple playoff games. Dak Prescott has proven that he is back. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't skip a beat. They get all 22 starters back. I noticed Tom Brady utilizes Antonio Brown a lot more. He had two touchdown passes to Rob Gronkowski. Just to think, a couple of years ago, Gronk retired from the New England Patriots, and now he looks better than ever. They didn't utilize him that much last season, and now Gronk is Brady's favorite target. How is Tom Brady doing this? 44 years old, he was 32 of 50, 379 yards, four touchdowns, and two interceptions. Yes, one of those interceptions was from a Hail Mary to end the first half. Look at Antonio Brown, five receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Wasn't this a cast-off wide receiver that couldn't get it done in Pittsburgh? He went to New England for a couple of games, and then he was released, and no NFL team wanted him, and then the Buccaneers just ended up picking him up. A lot of head scratchers. A lot of things happening in this game. Greg Zerline missed a chip shot field goal and an extra point. That was the difference in the game. But he got the clutch field goal when it mattered the most, putting the Dallas Cowboys up 29-28. to However, you left a minute 29 left on the clock, and Tom Brady is surgical. Defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, Dan Quinn, should know this. What was funny is I was going to Twitter. A lot of Falcons fans throwing shade at Dan Quinn. Don't get too excited, Falcons fans, because you got to face Tom Brady next week. But I think that this game was incredible. Tom Brady marches the Buccaneers down the field and Ryan Suckup 
gets the game winner to defeat the Dallas Cowboys. The one thing in this game from the Cowboys that was a non-factor was the running game as Tampa Bay's defense, one of the best in the league, definitely the best run defense in the league, stopped Ezekiel Elliott in his tracks. He only had 11 carries for 33 yards. The run game will get better for the Cowboys, but I feel that with Zach Martin out, the Cowboys were limited on the offensive line and they could not get that run game going with Ezekiel Elliott, which in my opinion, I feel like he has regressed in the last couple of years. Hats off to Amari Cooper. Thank you. Thank you, Amari Cooper, for giving me a lot of fantasy points. 13 receptions, 139 yards, and two touchdowns. It seems like Dak Prescott has got two favorite targets. He's got CeeDee Lamb and he's got Amari Cooper. Are those the two best wide receiver duos in the league? Dak Prescott sure looked good. I was so happy that this game was exciting and it went down to the wire and football is officially back and I'm very excited for the league and I was excited that I was able to watch that game. Well that wasn't the only football we had last night. We've Of course we had some Thursday night high school action. When you live in a city that only has two football stadiums and you have you're going to get Thursday night games. Unfortunately, the Jordan-Spencer game was canceled because of... Of course, the Jordan-Spencer game was canceled because of COVID protocol. Spencer ends up winning in, in a forfeit. We had Northside pushing their record to 3-0 and by defeating their longtime rival, Shaw, 46-14 to at Kennett Stadium last night. Shaw is going to have to go play Carver next week, but Northside is rolling. The 5A program in Region 2... For the city of Columbus, they will take on Whitewater next week. But the big story in high school football for this region is the play of the Callaway Cavaliers, the defending AA state champions for the state of Georgia. They look unstoppable. Last night at Callaway Stadium, they defeated Douglas of Atlanta 48-6, and they are now 4-0 on the season. And then they will take on Thomas County Central next week as they start getting into their region games they're playing teams that are smaller schools but what's impressive about Callaway is they've already beaten a 6A team and they've already beaten two 4A teams you know I work up in LaGrange and I'm a believer in the Cavaliers I feel that they can make a huge run in the state playoffs and they're off to a great start and then when I have my top five teams from this region on Mondays I pick the top five teams from West Georgia, and I picked the top five teams from East Alabama. And no surprise, Callaway is going to be number one. But the team over there on the other side of the river from Phoenix City Central looks like to it looks like they are about to take the top spot in Alabama. They have a big game tonight as they will take on Jefferson Davis. Looking at some of the high school football matchups, well, first of all, congratulations to Sidney Lanier as the Poets defeated the Generals from Robert E. Lee last night in 6A Region 2 high school football, 20-6. Lanier is now 3-1 on the season, and Lee is 2-1 going into the game against Russell County next week. Both teams are 2-1, and one, so right now, nobody in 6A Region 2 are undefeated. We do not have any undefeated teams left in 6A Region 2. Russell County did lose to Park Crossing 23-21 last week. That was a very close game, a game they could have won. Imagine Russell County would have been 3-0. and 
I've invested a lot of my time in this division, this region, due to being the PA announcer for Russell County. I'm going to try to see them play Valley today. They will travel up to Valley, Alabama to take on the 2-1 Rams later today. So the WTVM High School Game of the Week is Troop County and Hardaway. Game will be played at Kennett Stadium. And Hardaway suffered their first defeat last week by losing to Callaway 23-14. Troop County started the season by defeating Harris County, but they also lost to Callaway. And now we have two powerhouse schools going up against each other that are one and one on the season some of the other key games in the valley carver is taking on kendrick carver is two and one on the season their only loss was to lee high school out of leesburg a 6a program in georgia but they have a victory over their longtime rival they have a victory over their longtime rival spencer and they defeated spring valley of south carolina in the cam newton classic last saturday they're coming up on a short week but they should have no problem against kendrick the game up here in callaway stadium will be the blue devils of columbus taking on the grangers of lagrange columbus is 0-2 on the season and lagrange is 2-0 had a bye last week so they got some time to prepare for this game of course jefferson davis a 7a program out of Montgomery 0-2 on the season taking on the Red Devils of Central Central looks like they're the number one team in East Alabama 3-0 they have a collision course in a couple of weeks getting ready to take on Auburn Central has looked impressive after a 56-0 drubbing over their longtime rival Smith Station Central is poised to get the victory over this program from Montgomery and of course, Eufaula, 1-2, and two, a very disappointing loss to Lee last week. will travel up to Opelika to take on the Bulldogs from Opelika, who started the year 1 who started the year 0-2. They lost to Callaway and lost to their longtime rival Auburn, but they were able to get an impressive 24-7 victory over Sydney Lanier last week. The schedule gets tougher for Opelika, as after that, they will take on Central. The schedule does get tougher after that because they will take on Carver Montgomery, and then after that, it's the showdown with Central. Speaking of Carver Montgomery, 1-1 one one on the season. They will take on Park Crossing in Montgomery. Park Crossing getting their first victory of the season by defeating Russell County 23 to 21. Of course, Russell County is going to take on the Rams from Valley. Valley lost to Carver Montgomery last week, picking up their first loss of the season, 29 to 14. Auburn is rolling right now at 3 and 0. They will take on Dothan. Dothan comes in at 1 and 1. Smith Station after losing to Central 56 to nothing, it doesn't get any easier for the Panthers as they will take on Prattville. Smith Station's 1 and 2 on the season. Prattville is 2 and 1 after suffering their first loss of the season to Auburn. We got a 5A program just down the road in Opelika, Beauregard, who's 2 and 1 on the season. They will take on Holtville who's 3-1 on the season. In single-A private school, as Glenwood lost a heartbreaker to Lee Scott Academy last week, they were upset. They're 1-2 on the season, but they will take on Valiant Cross, who only has one game played on under their belt. Lynette, 2-1 on the season. They will travel and take on Fayetteville, who's 2-0 on the season. In Columbus, we got St. Anne's Pacelli that will take on Lamar County. Both teams 
are undefeated on the season as Pacelli has a 2-0 record. Lamar County is sitting at 3-0. Brookstone will host Mount DeSales as they are 2-0. Brookstone comes into this contest 2-1 on the season. Flint River Academy and Calvary Christian, both at 1-1 on the season, will be taking on each other. And then we got Macon County making that trip to Marion County. Marion County comes in at 1-2. Macon County is 2-0 on the season. And finally, Manchester will travel a little ways up the road to Talbotton to take on Central of Talbotton, who comes into this contest 0-2. Some of the teams of note that have a bye this week is Harris County and Chattahoochee County. I'll try to get some more scores. So I'm excited about this high school football week. We start getting a better picture of what these high school teams are capable of doing in the season. It's about that time in the show where I preview my college football picks. We do have some very impressive games this weekend. Well, starting with tonight, you got Kansas taking on number 17, Coastal Carolina, on ESPN2. Kansas getting their first win for the first time in two years. The big game of the week is Oregon taking on Ohio State. Now, Oregon may not have Thibodeau, their talented defensive end. Ohio State came off to a slow start against the Golden Gophers, but C.J. Stroud looked poised in that game. Ohio State is favored by 14.5 points, and I think they should have no problem against Oregon. The big college game day game is Iowa versus Iowa State, and Matt Campbell's got the Cyclones doing very well. Brees Hall, a very talented running back. Brock Purdy is a capable quarterback making good decisions, and Iowa taking on their big-time rival, and Iowa State is favored by 4.5 points as that game is in Ames. Another game, I got Texas taking on Arkansas. Texas is 1-0 on the season. Steve Sarkeesian, a very impressive win last week over Louisiana. And Arkansas, led by sent, led by head coach Sam Pittman, trying to get off the schneid. And they're trying to get something going over there in Fayetteville. Is that, that's, one of a, that's a very big ranked opponent for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Locally here in Georgia, we got Georgia State that's going to travel to Chapel Hill to take on North Carolina. The Georgia Bulldogs taking on UAB in Athens. And the Battle of I-75 is Kennesaw State. The talented FCS program is taking on Georgia Tech at Bobby Dodd Stadium. This was a game I called. I said, I believe that Kennesaw State will upset Georgia Tech after a humiliating 22-21 loss to Northern Illinois last week. The Yellow Jackets are in trouble and don't sleep on the Owls of Kennesaw State. The last time they took on an FBS opponent was two years ago and Kent State beat them in overtime 26-23. They get up for these big games. They almost beat Georgia State a couple of years ago. Kennesaw State knows. Just like Kennesaw State beating Georgia Tech in basketball in 2010, I was at that game. All these players that play for Kennesaw State are fired up because they know that Georgia Tech is the big program in Atlanta, and a lot of teams, a lot of players are going to be fired up for that game. I believe Kennesaw State's going to win that game outright. Other local teams in Georgia got Mercer taking on Alabama. I feel bad for Mercer. That's that's going to be a drubbing. I know Mercer beat Point last week, but this is a this is a different ball game. This is like that movie Facing the Giants. Love that movie, but this is just a two. This is a complete mismatch where they don't even have Alabama favored. But of course, both teams are one and zero on the season. 
Auburn will take on Alabama State. Auburn, a very impressive 60-10 win in the Brian Harson area. A big shout-out to Tank Bigsby, the former Callaway running back. And we have Georgia Southern that's going to travel all the way down to Florida to take on Florida Atlantic. Georgia Southern looked pretty good as the Eagles will travel all the way down to Boca Raton to take on Florida Atlantic. And finally, we have LaGrange College that will take on Barry College at Callaway Stadium Saturday afternoon as it will be their home opener. So three nights in a row, Callaway Stadium is hosting big football games. This is the part of the show where I make my NFL picks. I'm just going to go down the list and preview all the games for week one, starting with the Atlanta Falcons favored by three and a half, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. I believe the Falcons will win. It's a new era in Atlanta with head coach Arthur Smith. I feel that offense is going to be unstoppable at times. The big question mark I see is the defensive line of Philly and the offensive line for the Atlanta Falcons, but it looks like Atlanta is ready they do have some talent on the other side of the offensive line with Caleb McGarry and Chris Listrom they drafted them in the first round for a reason the big question mark is center Matt Hennessy how well will he be able to anchor this offensive line of course Jake Matthews is solid but then they have a question mark at the other guard position with the holes there but I think that the Falcons will win this game playing at the bins the crowd's going to be fired up Matt Ryan is usually flawless at home and Matt Ryan is going to show that he's still an elite quarterback I couldn't think of heads or tails between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills the Bills is the biggest mystery because they made it to the AFC championship game last year Josh Allen was solid he had 37 touchdowns but Pittsburgh is a very well coached team have one of the best defenses Najee Harris how well is he going to be as a rookie and what are we looking at for Ben Roethlisberger is he going to have an improvement from last season head coach Mike Tomlin is a good coach coach and I think that Pittsburgh could shock some people and they might get the victory but I'm taking the Bills and the points I think the Bills have too much firepower but the big question mark is the running game I'm not sure Devin Singletary is the answer at running back you got Minnesota and Cincinnati Minnesota's favored by three the return of Joe Burrow that should be an interesting game but I think the Vikings will win the San Francisco 49ers are an eight-point favorite in Detroit as they will take on the Detroit Lions. This is a complete mismatch, coaching and quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo has been named the starter for week one. The Detroit Lions have Jared Goff as their quarterback. Yes, he led the Rams to a Super Bowl. But now it's a different era in Detroit with head coach Dan Campbell and his crazy, wacky comments like biting people in the kneecaps. I think the 49ers are going to be buttoned up, and we are going to see a resurgent Nick Bosa coming off that ACL injury. The biggest matchup I'm looking forward to is seeing Nick Bosa going up against the rookie, Panay Sewell. And D. Ford is looking ready as ever. He will be on a pitch count. This defensive line for the 49ers could have problems for Jared Goff, who's not a mobile quarterback, and the 49ers seem to own Jared Goff. I think the 49ers win this one. I believe it's going to be a blowout. It's not even going to be close. An interesting, intriguing matchup is the Cardinals and the Titans. Titans are favored by three in Nashville. I see a scenario where the Cardinals can get the win. I think Kyler Murray could have an improved third season, especially in that tight division. 
Some NFL experts are saying that all four teams in the NFC West will make the playoffs. Of course, you have that extra playoff spot, and we now have seven teams making the playoffs in the conference. The Seahawks are favored by three on the road against Indianapolis, a very talented Colts team. Not sure if Carson Wentz is going to play, but I see Russell Wilson getting the job done. Week one is usually when Pete Carroll allows Russell Wilson to cook. He did that to Atlanta last year. I think Russell Wilson could have a 300-yard passing game with five touchdowns. That's what Russell Wilson does. And then they try to conserve his energy and they go back to their old ways by the stout defense. Anytime the Seahawks defense improves, they don't let Russell Wilson take chances. That's kind of silly. Imagine what Russell Wilson could do if they just opened up the offense. They have a different offensive coordinator now. They don't have Brian Schottenheimer. I remember before they had Daryl Bevel. Very conservative offense with a power running game. Chris Carson is still a talented running back. I, I think the... Seahawks will win that game. The Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Washington football team. Okay, so the the Washington football team's favored by one. They have a very talented defense. Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to sling them all over the place. But Washington's defense is a championship defense with Chase Young. And how will Justin Herbert in his second year phase against this talented defense that should be an interesting matchup i think the chargers actually get the upset here you got sam darnold taking on his old team as the jets will take on the panthers so zach wilson taking on sam darnold a very interesting a very interesting game i'm so glad to have the nfl red zone the debut of urban meyer and jacksonville taking on the houston texans tyrod taylor has been named the starter it's possible the houston texans might be the worst team in the league I think that Trevor Lawrence will get the victory here. This is the game I got circled. The Cleveland Browns taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. We don't know the status of Tyron Matthew. I think the Browns on paper look great. And with the injury woes to the Baltimore Ravens, I think there's a possible chance that the Browns could win this division now. Before, I had the Ravens. And I think the Browns get the upset. And they knock off the Chiefs. They're still trying to figure out their offensive line and their identity. I know they got some pieces back. But Patrick Mahomes might have a shaky game because that defensive line for Cleveland could cause problems like the defensive line in Tampa did on Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. You got Tua going up against Mac Jones as the Dolphins will take on the Patriots. And these home openers for Bill Belichick, he is so buttoned up and he's owned the Dolphins. I could see Belichick utilizing Mac Jones in a way where he can get him to his strengths. You got Green Bay taking on the New Orleans Saints in Jacksonville. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to play with a chip on his shoulder this year. Jameis Winston will make mistakes, and Green Bay wins that game. You got the Denver Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater named the starter there, taking on the New York Giants. I'm interested to see how Saquon Barkley is going to play. I think the Giants win that one. The Sunday night game, the Chicago Bears taking on the Los Angeles Rams. A lot of people are picking the Rams to win the Super Bowl because of the upgrade at quarterback with Matthew Stafford. I'm really interested to see how Stafford is going to flourish in Sean McVay's offense. But the Chicago Bears have named Andy Dalton their starter. How long is it going to take before the Bears realize that Justin Fields is the man? And maybe they put him in this game, but you don't want to leave him out to the Wolves because the Rams defense is stout. The Monday night game, my view on this game has changed. I had Baltimore winning, but with the injuries to Marcus Peters at corner and Gus Edwards, they don't have a running game. I think the Raiders and those fans in Vegas, because they do get up in the big games. Last year, the Raiders beat the Saints in Vegas. Now you have fans, a primetime game, Monday night football. 
Derek Carr has got weapons. He's got Darren Waller, the talented tight end, and he's got Josh Jacobs. Max Crosby on the defensive side of the football. The Raiders do have talent there, and I think they win against Baltimore because Lamar Jackson will be limited. All the critics will be talking about how Lamar Jackson ran too much and he wasn't really passing the ball because where are the wide receivers for the Ravens? They don't have a whole lot of talent there because of their number one draft pick got injured this year but they also have mark andrews as a reliable tight end i'm just so excited that the nfl is here week one i got the nfl red zone i'm going to try to watch as many games as i can and i'm just excited about this nfl season this has been a very long show and i'm going to talk about baseball now because the braves bullpen gave up a run in the sixth the seventh the eighth and the ninth inning to the washington nationals however they won in 10 innings thanks to a walk-off hit by jock peterson this is a very important game because the phillies also lost and now the atlanta braves have a three and a half game lead on the phillies in the nl east it's all coming to fruition now and i think the braves are going to make the playoffs as we get more sports going on we got nba training camp later this month opening up i will talk about my nba preview show and i'm going to talk about who i think is going to win the title we got the u.s open and tennis going on the final is sunday it's always a great time for sports but it seems like football is so big especially in the south that all those other sports take a backseat including baseball with that note i just want to say thank you once again for listening to my podcast and don't forget to like subscribe to my facebook channel And you can subscribe to my podcast on any of the podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Casts, Radio Casts, Overcast, and Anchor. It's always available for you, and you can listen anytime. Thank you once again for listening to my show. I hope you have a great weekend of college football, NFL football. Of course, high school football tonight is always fun and exciting. And I can't wait for Monday's show. I hope that everybody has a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.